everybody. Welcome to the Struggling Hunters. Uh, tonight we got a quick show. I I just wanted to start off and you know tell you guys thanks for uh, all the support that you've given us and uh, it's pretty cool. We always say it. I know that it probably for you guys that listen all the time it probably sounds a little redundant, but you know we really appreciate the support. Uh, one other thing, though, before we really get going tonight, I just wanted to ask everybody to uh, think about what you want us to talk about, like maybe give us some some ideas or, or some topics to talk about or a question. Uh, anything that you got would be pretty cool. Uh, with that said, Joe, what do you got going on tonight? Uh, tonight, so has, if you've been uh, been following the Struggling Hunters the last couple of weeks, uh you know, we talk about the Fred Bear's commandments, and then I will. I'm going to talk about uh, the hunt I did over this last Friday and Saturday. Um, evening hunts is what they were, and uh, that's pretty much the long and short of it. And uh, but so I guess I'll go ahead and dive into Fred Bear's number seven, which reads: Camouflage, camouflage your appearance, your sound and your scent and we me and eric read that one and we kind of went like well he talked about a couple couple of them before or one or two two or three before you know his one of his commandments was uh you don't need camouflage because grandpa hunted in plaid shirts and blue jeans (laughs) i added the blue jeans yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, here is number seven saying to camouflage yourself, and 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 um, you know, and with that being said, I I don't I kind of I always seem to like kind of look up to understand how the deer and elk and stuff how their eyeballs work, you know, because like there's cones and rods in your eyes and. And that's how color is reflected and that's you know how you're able to see different colors and see at night and see in the daytime and and everyone it always seems like you know like they don't see kind of like how we see shapes and you know they see more like solid colors not so much color i guess but anyways so i think that's how grandpa was able to get away with not as much camouflage but you still got to do something to disguise your shape, break your shape up somehow. And, uh, and then, so camouflage your appearance, your sound and your scent. That's one thing I got, you know, like that's one that I've been trying to get better at is my sound. And what I mean by sound is being okay with making sound and then knowing what sound is okay that I've made in the woods, I guess. Like, you know, it seems like when you, if you're just walking, you, cause it, how many times have you sat in the woods and heard a twig snap and out comes a deer? Oh, all the time. Right. Or quite often anyway. So, you know, I think that you can probably play that to your advantage at some points, you know, and then covering your, cover you know camouflage your scent that one's kind of interesting because you know i feel like we probably should have done a whole episode around camouflaging your scent i say that because um 
everybody back east, it seems like you read uh, articles about guys hunting whitetails in their little hunting clubs and stuff back east, Midwest and whatnot. And they, you know, they have their little scent, scent killer totes that they throw their, their bags in. They got a scent killer spray that they put on. They wear rubber boots so that way they don't track scent out to their tree stand. And, and then you come out here to out west and, you know, every most everyone's like, oh, I don't worry about that. You know, I I just play the wind. I just use the wind in my benefit, to my benefit, which I guess, you know, if you're, it makes sense because you're, well, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> so hunting, hunting here in the West, you kind of have two different, a couple of different types of hunts, right? You got your, your, uh, your main camp spot that you go back to every night or you throw a pack on and you're spike camping for two, three days or whatever. Well, when you're spike camping, you're trying not to, because you're out there with everything you have on your back. So you're not wanting to carry any extra clothing or a a bottle of scent killer with you because you'd rather have food or water than some of that stuff. So you end up stinking. You can't, you know, shower every night or bathe every night. But, you know, if you come back to a base camp every night, you can put new clothes on for the next day or new socks or, you know, whatever it is. And you're not carrying around all that stinky stuff. And although... You guys are probably going to get tired of us saying it because we're probably we've said it before and we're probably going to say it the whole rest of the year till next hunt. But what we've learned this year watching that cow elk run away because that's all we figures is that she just sniffed us. You know, you got to find a way to cover that scent, whether it's uh, playing the wind and understanding the wind or covering it somehow. Because I, you know, I, I will say that you know those sprays probably do help help cover your scent. Because you know that's a number one giveaway is what you sm- what they smell. It's one of their top. What do you call it? Senses. Top. Yeah, I would, I would go with top senses. Is what they. <laughs> it's what they they depend on quite a bit. So, I don't know what what do you what are your thoughts, Eric? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think maybe in the future I'll play with that a little more. I've never really worried about my scent. You know, back in the day I would get those uh, sprays, you know, the the uh, estra spray and the, the uh, what's the, 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 the bull piss spray. Uh-huh. And uh, I think at the end of the day, kind of just ended up getting, you kind of just ended up just stinking really more than anything. <laughs> Probably... I, I don't know. I'm, there's all kinds of theories about it. And I, I, so I used to think like, oh, that would be the big trick, you know, to cover your scent. But I, I never really had it work for me. And I, I know that it's going to be a little controversial. You know, some people are going to, well, actually, it does. And, and I agree. But kind of with what you said is I think just playing the wind to your best ability is your best opportunity. When it comes to deer, I kind of get the tree stand thing. Uh, a little bit, you know, it, it kind of makes sense, but I also feel like, like whenever you're out there in the elk woods and other people are hunting in the same area and, or you, you've been hunting a 
certain area every day or whatever the case may be and then that elk pops out or deer pops out i mean they probably smell you at some point and they still popped out so right but it but it's important i mean you know to go back on another thing that i've said before i think everything is important it's just some things i think are maybe more more valuable than other things you know like right well, and the other thing too is, you know, we talk about these commandments and and whatnot, and 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 we, <laughs> yeah, man, I keep stumbling over my words trying to spit out what I want to say tonight too. But you know, you're you're gonna do you, meaning things happen to you, and you're gonna go back to kind of what you know. So, like, you know, like if if you shot your bull elk and you're using some kind of scent killer, you know, or eliminators, you know, or whatever, you're going to more than likely do that again. It's kind of, you know, like everyone's like, Oh, I wear the same underwear through the whole world series because that's my lucky thing to do. (laughs) You know? So sometimes, you know, like things work and you're going to, you're going to copy that because you want to get that success again. Yep. Yeah, kind of to go off of what you're saying, I was just thinking about that same thing really is is I think the scent blocker and all that, you know, anybody that's been successful after trying scent blocker, I mean, they're going to religiously think that it works. Right. Because it worked for them one time. And I don't know, maybe next year we'll work on that a little harder or I will or whatever, but but we can like kind of test that theory out and see if it really helps. Right, it would be kind of interesting just in the off season, you know, do just kind of maybe do that, do just walk with just regular clothes on in the woods and just walk around in the, like, I guess it'd probably work best if you walked with the wind blown at your back instead of in your face, just so that way it kind of give you a little bit better of a, of a synopsis versus, you know, if you walk into the wind, that's going to be like the number one scent killer anyways, is having the wind blowing your scent the other direction of where you're going. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 what is it? Dead wind company. I mean, I mean, they built all dead down wind. Yeah. They built the whole company around. I mean, they have, right. They have the, the soap, the, the, uh, the laundry soap, I think regular soap. I mean, they have deodorant. A, they have a whole yeah deodorant. They have a whole line of no scent. So I don't know. May I probably works. Right. So speaking of that, I, I did kind of have that thought about uh, the 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 chalk or uh-huh. you know baby powder or whatever it is. I don't know what the what it what it is, but your scent checker or your wind checker. Um, I always kind of wonder that. I'm like, whenever I do that, what kind of smell is that putting off? If you know, if it travels through the woods, right? Well, it's kind of funny because, like, on that note too, uh, if you read the fine print or one of the, it says on there like odorless, and uh, uh, but there's been times where I like I let out a whole bunch and like I could definitely like I. I smell like a, I guess, smell to it, but it's not, you know, your typical smells. 
Maybe that's what odorless smells like. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of, I mean, I'll just go back to, you know, I think everything counts. I think everything matters. So it's probably a good thing. I don't right. practice it that much. Well, I guess, you know, to say, too, is the way that we're hunting is mostly out of the base camp. And I'm sure that's something that we could do that would probably help us. You know, mm -hmm. we're not the best. We talk about wanting to follow the the thermals and the the wind, but we're not perfect at it yet. That's something that we threw into our bag of tricks this year, more or less. But, you know, if you – I'm sure it will help, like, end of story. And, you know, end of day, you I, throw I f- on your scent lock, and it's going to help. I feel like I feel like we should kind of clarify that, though, because I feel like we've always tried to play the wind to, a, to an extent. But I don't think we realized how serious it was until we got blown out, winded by that cow elk. Okay. I, I think that's whenever it all really sunk in because – I mean, in years past, we were always like, oh, where's the wind, you know, and tried to tried to go the opposite way of the wind. Right. But uh, but I think this year was whenever we kind of saw, we, we experienced with our own two eyes the, the how serious it gets. Right. So. For sure. But, yeah, I mean, I think it all counts, and, and I think. But, anyways, yeah, I mean kind of going all over the place because we're kind of like well it almost kind of conflicts with uh, i think it was number four maybe number five with fred bear's commandments but it's it's i i get it though i mean yeah the quieter you are the the less scent you're putting off uh but man i i, I feel like on day five i don't care if you have scent blocker on or whatever i mean you're smelling ripe no matter what right and uh so i mean it's kind of a catch-22 that that's why i'm saying like i don't know if i've never taken it too serious because of those kind of thoughts i mean you know i'll have baby wipes or something to kind of give myself a right a little white bath or whatever but like yeah i mean day five you're it doesn't matter man you're stinking you know yeah and so i've just never really I'm never taking it serious, but but I mean I don't know. I think it'd be a good test to try and just see see if we get different results. Right. I had a guy one time. He was um, trying uh, pine. Oh, what's that? Uh, it was a pine scent. What's that? Uh, pine tar. Yeah, it was. It was just like a. It was. Oh, what are those called? Those those little bottles of. Uh, ah man, I had it just a minute ago and I lost it. That that. Anyways, it was it smelled like pine, right? Okay, right. And so, he had the idea that if you're in pine country, and you spray that on your clothes, then you just kind of smell like a tree. Right. Long story short, I tried it, and I don't know if it really helped me at all or anything. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounded like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Extract. That's what I was – extract. Pine extract, yeah. Ah, man. 
I hate it when those nights whenever you just can't get words together, you know, they, yeah. they're, they're fighting with you and I keep telling them they don't control me. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, watch this. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Hold my vocabulary. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think, I think it's a, you know, it makes sense. I mean, camouflage everything, and and uh, you know, I feel like one thing that I that I started doing this year, probably more than other years, is just being okay with stopping and being quiet for a few. You know, I mean, an hour or two. You know, and just see what the woods does. You know, right. Try to get kind of what my what my attack plan was is i'd try to get to where to a certain spot that i wanted to go and then i'd get there and just you know stop settle down let the let the woods do what they were doing and and try to listen for activity and it was cool because you got to you got to spot a lot of different different sounds and and try to you know uh those little little squirrels man the throwing pine cones and stuff like that was that was entertaining kind of because it it was fun to watch them you know they'd throw them off i mean get up to the tip tippy tops of the trees and then throw those pine cones down and after they were done throwing however many they wanted to throw down they'd and what was also kind of funny though is watching them so they get entertained by watching the by watching their pine cones fall. They, I'd watch them like throw one down, and then they'd watch it f- hit the ground. You know, uh, maybe there was maybe they were like, "Oh, okay, that one landed there." Maybe that was some of it, but it seemed to me like they were kind of watching it. Like it entertained them to watch it fall. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, then they'd get down to ground level and then start hauling them back to their little stash. But more often than not whenever it first started well i kind of got used to it and i'm like oh that's that's a squirrel but um when when it first happened you know i'm like oh man activity you know there's an elk around here (laughs) you know i'm always hoping for an elk but uh yeah and then you know be like damn squirrels (laughs) so it was pretty cool though yeah well i'll kind of take that the note there Sorry, my let's take that down. Um, I'm settling down and listening to the woods do its thing. Uh, uh, jump into my little, uh, I guess Joe's guiding services in a way. <laughs> you want to call them that? This my last uh, last Friday and Saturday. So as you know, I had a guy in my down here down my neighbor down here and uh he got him got him a, a deer tag doe tag and we haven't been quite able to hook up to go out and i think i talked about it a couple nights or a couple of podcasts ago where i was up above the bee and happened to come across some does and i was sitting there watching and and uh we we a couple of weeks went by and so we went up again or we finally got to go up and friday we went up and I was kind of telling them about this spot and we get up there and right where I was wanting to go, like it was, you know, a little bit of time before dark. 
and uh right where i was wanting to go there was a truck sitting there in my spot and i was like man i've never seen anybody like park here you know like all the time i've been going up and down like no and then but i was like oh well it's public land it is what it is and so we continued driving on up and he gets talking he's like yeah i really want to shoot a doe that you know doesn't have a fond with it you know i i don't want to don't want to separate them and well, yeah that's cool and so we get driving up there and he starts talking and he starts just starts into a story and i'm like dear and uh it was on his side of the road we're more or less i guess you say road hunting kind of but not we were just trying to find a spot to sit and watch and uh he looks over at it and the brush is really thick off the side of the road and he's like where and i was like it's just just right there like straight straight even with you he's looking and finally his eyes adjust and there there's a little it's it was just it was a fawn and uh and i was like oh mom has to be around here somewhere and we kind of rolled forward a little bit and like there's mom he's like where <laughs> i was like just <laughs> right there <laughs> finally you know he adjusted to it and and uh but you know again it was it had a it had a fawn with it so we didn't really want to pursue it so we continued up the road trying to find other places to pull off and look and we got to a point turned her got out and looked and decided to work our way back down and and uh we got to where did a couple stops didn't quite we've talked to someone else that had a had a doe they thought it was a doe bedded but but it was a little ways out there we wouldn't have been able to get to it and so we continued on down with that spot where I saw the does there that and then, and then there was that truck that was parked there on the way up was no longer there so we pulled off the side of the road and started glassing and I had no idea what exactly he had in mind and how he how he wanted it to go about you know his time sitting and watching for stuff and uh we sat there and I started I was glassing the whole time we're we're standing there and looking and and I was like, well, you know, if you want, we can move on down. And you know, I kind of, you know, it's your hunt. I did see deer here, but, you know, get, you know, like I don't, it's, well, you can move on. And we're kind of talking him on a little bit. And then he looks across and like, deer. <laughs> I was like, all right. So we, we sat there and watched them. And like, oh, there was about five deer. And they all came out of the scrub oak in the same spot. And there was just this little, it was a hillside. They had just a little bit of a of a ridge. It went, you know, created a little bit of a valley. So the deer were coming out on the high side, but then they were able to to walk down in this valley and walk out of sight. But then they, as they walked uphill, that little valley kind of disappeared, and they walked back up into view. And so we sat there, and um, the first one was like, "Oh man, we missed it," you know, like, "Oh, that was it." And then like another one walked up. All right, there's another one, and finally they they kind of worked their way up to where we can see them again and ranged them at 340 and you know it was that whole whole thing like well that's kind of a long shot and so we end up just deciding to watch them and and uh, headed back down and we're like well let's let's come up saturday evening and and there was an area that i kind of turkey hunted so i kind of knew how to hike up into it and so I was like, yeah, let's just give ourselves plenty of time, you know, hike up into that spot and let things get quiet and hopefully something will come out. Well, and as we were watching them, it's kind of funny because not even that far 
around from where they walked out, there was someone target practicing. And there were shots being fired, and we're like, that's kind of odd that they're just kind of, you know, like, eating, not really caring that there are shots being fired. Wow. It, it sounded like a twenty two, you know, like or a smaller calibered gun. What and they weren't shooting all that rapidly either. And uh so we made a plan and we're like, oh we'll just you know, we'll hike up in there and try to get even closer so that way it's not that far of a shot on Saturday night. So we we did that. We made our way up in there and got down set down some scrub oak and got ourselves a good little opening in front of us with some like little bushes in front of us too and uh we sat there for at for about like two hours right and i was like oh they're they're gonna come it's it's gonna come out but about the time they would have came out there was someone like that was rapid firing like a, a bigger caliber gun so i don't know if like the louder noise scared the deer or if they just decided to go another direction that day, because we more or less put them to bed the night before, you know, there was no, no one else. They disappeared and then no one else would really was there. And it was dark enough that no one would, would be able to see them when we left. But, but yeah, I was, I was kind of like, yeah, we're getting one, you know, we're driving up there feeling, we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. But the deer struck again. They 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 won. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a bummer. Yeah. Well, hopefully my hunt my hunt's in exactly two weeks. Well, almost exactly. Uh so hopefully my my deer hunt goes a little better. Right. I don't know. I'm I'm a little worried about hiring Joe's right guiding services now though well hey if you're if he we would have had him if we would have been comfortable shooting that 340 yards yeah yeah but yeah maybe I, yeah maybe i could try that i'll i might t- i might try a shot at 300 yeah yeah you're sighted in at what two or one 100 i'm sighted in at one but i mean i'm but sure you, i can yeah, as long as you, you know, just set you down and got you, <laughs> got get, you get, to where you're comfortable. Get me settled down. Yeah. Settled in. Yep. Uh, it'd be, be fun. Hey, I got, got a couple questions for you before we get out of here. Uh, if a guy puts on scent blocker and road hunts all day, does that help him out? <laughs> uh, it probably helps this truck out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. It helps something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was just kind of thinking about that earlier when we were talking about it. I forgot to ask it. It's like, I wonder how many people are like, "Oh, you got to have scent blocker," and then they just road hunt all day. Right. <laughs> Well, it seemed like quite a bit because I saw a lot of people driving in their rigs Saturday, uh, <laughs> Friday evening. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. I mean, um... well, I will say so. There's one spot that, as I go up here, that kind of opens up, and I can see this whole hillside. Right, like it. Mm-hmm. I can see a, a vast amount of country, 
and whenever I've gone up there to 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 scout or just to go for a drive, I'll probably I pull off right there and just look because I have it's such a big area, and a, it's it's a hard area to hunt because it's steep and big. Mm-hmm. You, you know, so it's not like you're gonna just take a nice little day hike and get in there. If you're going in there, you're committed, and it's a heck of a hike to come out. So I kind of watch it thinking, you're like, oh, I'm going to see a big buck or something down in there one day. Well, I've never seen a big buck in there, but I always look. But where I'm getting at is it's always interesting to me, but I guess I'm guilty of it just as much as the next guy. But uh, like road hunting, you know, and then like they're, they set up to, to glass an area, but the area they're glassing is so far away that if they did see something they'd never get into a position to put a shot onto that animal you know and that's just i don't know as i've been thinking about that and and if i'm driving between spots is like okay am i going to set up be able to set up someplace to actually have a shot or am i just going to look I just seem like a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm hunting. But then, you know, like they're looking across this vast area where it's like, you, can you make a 1,200-yard shot? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people are trying it nowadays. Right. Uh, well, I kind of get the tactic, though, a little bit. I mean, I think there's an advantage to traveling on the road and pulling off and seeing, you know, see what the activity looks like. True. See if you can see anything and then commit to that area at least. Um, I mean, I've done that. I, yeah, I'm, I don't do a lot of road hunting, but even for my, for my doe hunt, uh, I mean, I plan on getting out a little bit, but, uh, I might not be too far away from the truck. <laughs> right. So, yeah, man, I, I don't know, whatever works. I think for deer, it's easier to get away with road hunting than it is elk, in my experience. Right, yeah. Once in a while, you get lucky, and there'll be an elk or two that run across the road, but I don't know. I mean, the the one advantage to road hunting is you get to cover so much country in a vast amount of time, a lot faster than walking, obviously, but with elk hunting, though, it just seems like, Seems like they're not really by the road anyway. Most <laughs> if of the they time. are, it's a bizarre it's, yeah. accident. Yeah, it, they're just trying to get from one point to the other, or they got blown out from their spot anyway, so they're right. They're just running across the road to get away from, which probably happens all the time too. Yeah, but I always hear those people that are that get lucky, you know, and get something right off the road, and I'm like, man. How come I never get lucky like that? <laughs> right. Right. But. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Do you have anything else? Uh, I feel like I did. And then I and lost it. I cut it. you off? <laughs> no. No, you didn't cut me off. I just lost it whenever I asked you about the no scent road hunting thing. Oh no! You still coming up for uh, for my hunt? Planning I think on so. It? Yeah, still planning on it. As long as everything goes as like planned, it should be there. Good, good, good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Get a hangout and 
hopefully get something. Yeah. That's the big thing, man. Right. Break break this struggling cycle. (laughs) I'm actually a bigger game animal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still, I'm still striking zero for, for the Turkey too. So I, I'm really, I'm really in need for, for an animal. Right. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're, we're, we're putting all our ducks in a row, but at least, at least if anything, we can uh, always talk each other up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, before we get out of here though, man, don't, I mean, I we've talked about it outside the podcast, but don't you just love doing this stuff? Really? I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I just kind of a thought that came through, you know? Well, it's like end of the day, you know, I mean, you can call an excuse, but it's just fun to be able to go out in the woods and and experience that, like, you know, seeing squirrels drop stuff out of the tree. Like, you don't get to see that in the city or anything, you know, or just take time and ponder and, you know, cover ground, you know, and trying to hunt and just, it's just fun. Yeah, it's fun just being in the in the wilderness, and especially if you can get an animal come past you, and just to watch it live without knowing you're there. Yeah that that is that is really cool. That bear that I saw earlier this year. I mean, that was kind of that situation. He had no idea where I was, and uh. Or I hope he didn't. Well, <laughs> I was hoping he didn't. I guess at the time, that was uh, that was my like my first thought was like, "Holy crap! I see a bear! That's so awesome!" And then my second thought was like, "Hope he didn't see me. <laughs> hope he's not hungry." <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. It, it, it's fun though. It's fun seeing all that stuff and. Just I don't know, man. Being out there, and I wish, I wish. I mean, that's kind of the goal, I guess. Is you know, one of these days we we are able to spend more time out out in the woods and and kind of do what we love a lot more often. I mean, that's the end goal. But it's uh, yeah, one of those things. I just wish I could do even more. You know, now I'm always I'm always wishing I could do more. In some ways, I probably could. I mean, I could probably get away a lot more than I do. But that's the struggle. You know, this is something else that we kind of talked about outside the podcast. But that's the struggles of, of, of you know, that's part of the, being the struggling hunters is the fact that we got all these other obligations outside right. of, outside of, you know, one of our main passions. Yep. So a lot of fun. But anyways, I don't know. I was trying to. See if we can get in a rabbit hole or something, but uh, that's pretty much all I got, man. Yeah, so you guys, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening to us to the end here. We appreciate it. Um, like Eric said, if you have any questions or want us to talk about a certain topic or anything, feel free to drop a comment. And and uh, that's one of the, one of the great things about being a – a follower of the struggling hunters and you leave a comment, you'll more than likely be responded to. Um, but, uh, but thanks again for, for all those that have, and for all those that have watched and, uh, 
and look forward to telling you guys some more stories next week. So thanks again, and uh, everybody, take care. Later, guys.